0: Maitreya is the fifth of an eight-part psychological thriller called The Clearing. The series debuted in May on Hulu, but is showcased on Disney Plus outside of the U.S. Teresa Palmer, Miranda Otto, and Guy Pearce headline the show, which is based on a fictionalized account of a very real Australian cult. On this podcast, we like to discuss the most recent installment of a different series every show. It's Saturday, June 17th, and you're listening to today's episode. So just like with the Full Monty, that was on Hulu, but it's showing on Disney Plus outside of the US because I guess Hulu just isn't that prevalent outside the US. Well, the Full Monty, I think, is shown on FX, right? Yeah, but Hulu and FX are teamed up as well. It's very complicated. And you wouldn't think of Disney as a platform that would produce a cult type TV show. However, with Hulu, they have made other cult shows in the past, Mm -hmm. like The Path. Starring, I think Aaron Paul was in that. Yeah, I never saw it, but looking up shows that centered on cults to see what I could compare this to, uh-huh. that one
1: continually was brought up. The, I also have Waco and Midnight
0: Master. Well, here. there's Aquarius that had the guy from X-Files right. in it as well. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, Mindhunter even dealt with cults a little bit because you had Charles Manson who popped up there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, also Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Cults have existed forever, but the big central theme of this is that because it's based on a true story, that there's a woman leading the movement. So it's less uh, I guess sexualized um, as and it's less uh, a less sexist cult <laughs> and a the... more like evil to children cult. <laughs> what I'm wondering
1: is how much of this was actually
0: true because a lot of it. we see Ada do
1: some crazy things
0: and Ada is is actually Maitreya, right? And uh-huh. they just go through a bunch of different name changes. So you got kind of weirdly a more a better introduction to the cult, I think, than people who watched the first episode of the series right
1: because I was gonna say this episode I saw Teresa of Palmer in the credits and unless I
0: really missed her and I don't think I did, she's not in this episode at all. Yeah, Freya, the main character of the show, who the tagline of the show is a woman is forced to confront the nightmares of her past in order to stop a secret cult intent on gathering children to fulfill its master plan. She's not there. Because you're concentrating on actually the cult leader, which I find a little bit more fascinating, right? Because that's played by Miranda Otto. And you know where you've seen her before, right? I didn't recognize her. She was the voice of uh, the koala in Koala Man. (laughs) She was also the aunt in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. She's been in Homeland. She's been in a lot of stuff. I think she was in either the Lord of the Rings franchise at some point. But um, Teresa Palmer also, had you seen her, you would have recognized her. Oh,
1: no, I, I already know who Teresa Palmer is. Give me the movies you've seen Take her. Me Home Tonight. I think she was also in
0: Warm Bodies. Those are the main two I know her Lights from. Out, I Am Number Four. She had a, She's only like 36 years old, but she has four kids. So like she's wow. not playing the teenager <laughs> anymore, which you were kind of expecting her from Warm Bodies and Take Me Home Tonight and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but yeah, getting on to Miranda Otto's thing, what was her performance like? I thought that her, she was the best
1: part of the TV show by far. The way that she was able to play, not only depressed, but especially midway through the episode, when I think there's, like, a time jump or something that happens, you also see kind of the comedic side to her. Mm-hmm. But, like, you always tell that whatever her character is doing, Ada, there's always some underlying manipulative evil side to her. Okay, is she
0: crazier than Candy Montgomery? No, 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 and I think that that's wait, the reason wait, wait. Why... The person who murdered their neighbor isn't as cra- is, me, is more crazy than the person who started a cult well let me clarify yes. uh, Candy Montgomery is more outright
1: crazy like whenever she was in front of other people she seemed crazy anyways Ada obviously being the cult member is more crazy but she's able to keep it together more because she's just trying everyone that's part of the kindred mm-hmm. believes that she is just uh, someone who is enlightened but also is just kind of very caring about each other yeah. but really as the viewer you can see right through it it, and uh, one of the other characters uh, who plays a big part in this episode, Mariam Herzog, who apparently Ada used to work with, can see right through it as
0: well. Is Miriam Mar- seeing through it the entire episode, or is it only like at a certain point where she just loses faith? And... Well, that is the strangest thing about this episode, because for the first 15
1: minutes, it's not even about Ada. And it's it, it, like goes it's back to It's not about to, Ada? 19- well, it is about Ada, but it's not about her being a cult leader. Yeah, yet. of course
0: not. This is her introduction as like even a, she was a kid in the first scene. Is that yeah, true? The very first scene, this is why it reminded me of Midnight Mass so
1: much. They get out of church. It's like a small gathering. It couldn't have been more than maybe a little under two dozen people. Mm-hmm. And there's just one woman just speaking absolute crazy. We get to know her as Evelyn. Apparently, this is Ada's mother. Yes. And she's just going on like a full-on tangent. People that have just left the church are making fun of her. And then out of nowhere, she what's lights... she going on about though? She's just talking about how she's enlightened and how people can like kind of do more than they think. And then she
0: like pulls out a lighting. She lights herself on fire, and that was the first scene. She lights herself on. When you light yourself on fire, you usually die. The last two things that I've seen people light themselves on fire in were, um, let's see, uh, it was Happy Valley, and then there was also the, I think, the first episode of the Tokyo Vice show. I thought, yeah,
1: well, I I thought that she died. Because it goes to the intro and Ada starts smiling. And I thought to myself, oh, okay, Ada's we're not. smiling at
0: her mom burning yes,
1: alive. Yes, the eight-year-old daughter is seeing all of this play out. Mm-hmm. We we literally see Evelyn catch fire. So she's on just fire. a
0: psychopath. She's a little psychopath.
1: Yeah, that's that's what we're supposed to decipher from the first scene. But I thought that Evelyn was dead. But no, it, it's revealed like 15 minutes in that apparently Evelyn is alive. And she is actually able to speak more. She's like 90 years old or something does crazy. She,
0: does she have burns on her? Or can you just
1: not tell because she's so old? I think I. think tell because she was so old i think she's in a wheelchair
0: though. Yeah, yeah yeah if you're 90 that's acceptable and she's
1: talking about how uh she's not sick she's telling this to ada because ada is like do you think you're better now do you think you can come home and Evelyn is like it's not me that's sick it's society that is sick mm-hmm. and i believe that that is the last scene we get before we get to the time jump but uh really like i was saying the first 15 minutes focuses on her life we see that ada she's living outside of america she's married to this person named thomas yes and like she's she has kind of a boring life all she does is really go to yoga and she's also a laundry woman for this Herzog family mm-hmm. um, Ari and Miriam Herzog they're basically pretty rich and I already kind of brought up Miriam and after she comes home one night uh, it seems like Thomas has been able to find that she's been taking birth control yeah. and this was like really really impacted him a lot because he was trying to have a kid and trying to understand why she's apparently had so many miscarriages
0: yeah I don't th- I don't know if they were blaming her for taking birth control and killing the baby that way like I think it was that she had miscarriages and then started taking birth control but I don't know that Thomas sure. Thomas just found the the birth control so that's why he was so mad about it sure because he does he wants a kid right you know, I, I I understand that but is he being abusive is he getting irrationally no mad? The, is he Thomas
1: what? Thomas isn't a bad character he's not he's a bad seems, guy no he's not a bad guy at all you huh. just seeing like we even see them have dinner like he seems perfectly nice in fact even when he figures out about the birth control he he just decides to leave. He's yes. not an abusive husband by any means. Uh, at least, however, see, yeah. they kill him off in the next scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Ada she's sewing something at night. Does she wish for him to die? Because in one of the reviews I read, she had made a wish, and then he did die, and that, like, confirms something to her.
1: The yoga class that she is taking says that uh, like the teacher is like, I want everyone to envision their future. Mm -hmm. And there is a quick flash where Ada was, like, seeing herself on top of uh, Thomas's grave and just kind of crying over it. Okay, so she she thinks that she's seen the future. Right, and And and, and I mean, she ends up being right because she gets a knock on the door, she opens it up, it's the police, and they're like, Thomas is dead. Mm-hmm. Like, your husband died in a car crash. Cool. And, uh, I mean,
0: not cool, but yeah.
1: And, and she just gets thoroughly depressed by this, which was strange because we had already seen her be kind of depressed anyways. But at this point, it's, like, full-on depression. She's burning everything that had, like, Thomas in it, pictures, memories. And she even, like, screams at the night in one scene. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... You'd think with Australia and their forest fires, they wouldn't be
0: burning everything. But well, maybe she's in the U.S. by now. No, 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 because this is when we cut to a plane landing on a tarmac, and
1: she's in the U.S., and she looks entirely different. How
0: does she look different?
1: She has blonde hair. Oh, okay, yeah. She seems more confident. Mm-hmm. She's even speaking
0: differently. I think that she's told people that she is French. Even Didn't you mention not how, like, true. the dropout, how Charlie Booker and in uh, uh, the Black Mirror <laughs> thing had been influenced by first He was uh, inspired character. by that, yeah. Yeah, and how that person, um, I, Elizabeth Holmes, that she kind of adapted her image and, like, changed it completely. It just yeah, sounds no, a little similar that, to what's going and on And that's here. what
1: she did here. And this is, was made me think to myself, okay, I wonder how much time has passed because the show... Joe does after its intro say that we were in 1973 when she was married to Thomas and living in this house wherever they were living at mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure how much time had passed when she ends up going to America.
0: Well, I think it's probably the 80s by now.
1: The 80s? Okay, that would that would make sense with what I was seeing because she goes to meet Bryce Latham. Uh-huh. Um, Ari gave her this book. You that... recognize Bryce Latham as
0: Guy Pierce. Oh, right? obviously, yeah. Mary's said... Town, uh, The Innocence The Innocents I bring up because he was also in like a cult there. He the was kind of the cult wasn't that, scientist. Wasn't that <laughs> was like a Netflix? Uh, it was it was a fictional show though, right? Yeah, it was sci-fi a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um about like how people could like control each other's thoughts or something. I don't know. It seems like though this
1: is the first time that Ada and Bryce are meeting because uh, she read his book and she wants to get it signed, but she it seems like it, they were the catalyst. Bryce and his wife Tamsin, were the catalyst for why Ada was able to get so much power in the end. Bryce and Tamson Give Ada their home at mm-hmm. the end of this episode, and mm-hmm. not only that they were throwing like extravagant parties like yeah and and that was Ada's doing. She yes. was able to manipulate hands and into believing that she was able to do way more. Bryce just kind of went along with it. They seemed like they were happy about it. She
0: wasn't trying to steal Bryce, was she? No. She was more just trying to get in their heads and, like, I don't know, what, get them to support her? It
1: seemed like almost, like, this show was trying to say that Ada was using feminism Mm -hmm. to uh, make Tamsin break up with Bryce. I mean, like, you can believe so much more. And even when we saw Ada uh, back in 1973 in her yoga class, it seemed like the instructor there was saying that women have always kind of been kept down. Yeah. And it seems like she was using feminism As not corruption for, Yeah, almost like, a, <laughs> almost like an opposite type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, we are able to see that she is able to use hypnosis really well. It seemed like she this show... That
0: sounds ridiculous. What? A, so, yeah, so she just she, has, like, no, a little watch. No, she is able to put Bry, she, Bryce Latham into deep hypnosis. From what I understand, she's drugging them, right? Like, that's yes, how she's really doing it. It's not that she's doing She's an amazing hypnotist. But, well, I, I, I always
1: thought it was hypnotism just because she's able to make him believe that he's back in the war that apparently he fought in in the middle of the episode he looks he looks deep in it and apparently this drug that she got from the doctor uh, I forgot what it was too it starts with a D they said it was a mix but what it does is it cures trauma 20 times faster (laughs)
0: than than originally I mean there's obviously been a lot of studies on like whether shrooms or LSD and like different things pot and stuff will hallucinogenics will help with certain like um, uh, PTSD well, things, but- I, I don't know.
1: I mean, I, like the thing is, is that. Ada, even when she's having the party, does this one-on-one with people. She does this thing called spiritual incarnation. I always saw it as hypnosis. And I wasn't sure if she was giving every one of them drugs she could have been. Pretty sure she was. but Especially it when it starts getting to the kids. She even wants people... Oh, the kids doesn't even happen until the last thing. That's the last scene the of the stuff episode. stuff doesn't happen yet. Yeah, yeah, she's just
0: accruing a crew.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the reason why that this episode is called Matra is she wants people to start calling her that because it means the enlightened one. I should mention that in the first 15 minutes, we only ever hear her called Ada, but after she lands in the U.S. or in America, mm-hmm. we don't hear her call Ada again. She's Adrian. It's Adrian. Yes. Yeah, and so it seems like she is having this kind of uh, not profile but identity
0: change. Do you think that more people should do that, like with their lives? <laughs> like once they once they've turned eighteen, they become like a different person. They take on a new name, and then once they reach like senior citizen status, you take another new name. Not do it this way though. This way would be crazy. I'm not talking about what she's actually doing on the side. I'm talking about just the name thing. Like, as far as growth is concerned, does that, it seems to be helping her move along with her life. She, well, she has just
1: such, it seems like insane science fiction powers, uh-huh. for example. Oh, when is she that first, how it's presented? When she first meets Bryce uh, at, like, because he's a professor, he's working at a college. Yeah, he's a smart she, dude.
0: Yeah, really smart. And it's funny because the Branch Davidians in the Waco series, like, they were pretty smart as well. The people that were surrounding David, They like had professors. And
1: Bryce such. starts talking to Ada about how, with Tamsin, which is, Again, his wife, they're going to be going to India. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow Ada This was before
0: they gave her the house, yeah?
1: Yeah, this is again when they were first meeting. Yes. Okay. Ada says you shouldn't go on that India trip because the person you're going to be traveling with is going to get incredibly sick. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? There's actually an infection that Tamsin gets when they like I think Jess landed in India and she it seemed like she was homebound because Ada asked I think to she see. Gets Tamsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aiden asked to see Ada has to see Tamsin, and she goes into her room, touches her head, says a few words, and suddenly, like a couple scenes later, Tamsin is as good as new. Like, the infection has completely gone away. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, like, I was seeing all these things. She's also able to tell that people we meet, this uh, character named Hannah in this episode, is pregnant without showing any signs of it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she has these, like, otherworldly
0: powers, and it's just able to tell things. Like, so right not knowing right I mean, anything bat. about the previous episodes, you were you liking the main character? Were you thinking that she was a good person? No, because, again, no. you can always tell. You can always tell that she was. But yeah. there, nothing about that tricked you. No, and
1: I don't think that it was trying to, especially if you've seen the first four episodes, you probably know just how crazy Ada gets. Yeah, but they might have been trying to humanize her a bit. I think that the first 15 minutes, that's what they were trying to do. But they were also trying to show why she turned into this crazy route. Because it seems
0: like she was always... Because she keeps on having her actions confirmed. Like, every time that she does something, it seems like it's working out. And so, like, yeah, her ego just expands like crazy, right? We even see how
1: fast she's able to get people into the cult. Because when they're having this big party, a police officer opens the door... Or, like, she opens the door to a police officer. And he's like, yeah, we've got a complaint from... A complaint down the street. This party is way too loud. Mm -hmm. And within a couple sentences, she's able to manipulate the cop to come in. Mm -hmm. And I can only assume he ends up joining the kindred because of it.
0: Weird. So at the very end she of is the She's supposed to be enigmatic and charismatic and obviously, but she also thinks that she's a reincarnation of Jesus Christ, so like. Hmm. Yes, again, that's why she wants to be called Matra.
1: Yeah. But at the very end of the episode, when she's having this meeting Is it Matra or Maitreya? Because it's it, It's probably Maitreya. Okay. But at the very end, Mariam, uh, she comes out when this kindred meeting is so big, there's so many people joining. It was actually kind of scary when I was able to see the size of it all. Uh, Miriam comes out and is like, this woman is absolutely crazy. She So how did Miriam get from where she was all the way to the U.S.? So that was a question that I had yeah. because this isn't the first time that we actually end up seeing her. It's not like she gets bussed out of there. It seems like the Herzog family must have moved to America within that time jump as well. Sure. Because, because Miriam and also Ada they talk like beforehand. That's why a- that's why Miriam is able to kind of sniff out Ada's bullshit. She's able to tell that like she's kind of crazy underneath. Uh-huh. And that's why when they're having this meeting, uh, she's like she's absolutely crazy. She used to work with me. She's not actually like a French At all (laughs) I used to pay her like she is being like she is trying to manipulate you all into doing these crazy things and everyone just doesn't even listen to a word of what she's saying except for Hannah Hannah is the person I mentioned earlier that was pregnant. Uh, She was really scared about telling her family because she thought her family would disown her. And then uh, Ada ended up giving her a quick pep talk. That's how she ended up getting into the kindred. But at the very end of the episode, when Ada visits Hannah's house and visits her husband as well, she tries calling Miriam. And it seems like... Hannah does, right? Yeah, Hannah does. Because she, it seems like, is able to see kind of the cracks... That Miriam was talking about with Ada's story, mm-hmm. and just she's the weakest that she link out of those
0: people in the Kindred. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, so she ended up learning Miriam's um, phone number, tries to give her a call, and then Ada comes out of the shadows, basically and is like, Miriam, you're not gonna be able to reach her. She's she's kind of uh, not indisposed. Well. Yeah, yeah, and so I wasn't sure if that meant that Miriam died, and if somehow because Ari Herzog is completely into the Kindred, he doesn't believe anything that Miriam is saying either. Mm-hmm. If he did something, uh, and then the kid. Uh, scene is how they ended off apparently she's abducted two kids one was named Amy who I think is supposed to maybe possibly be Freya Uh, yes and that's been disclosed already because that was yeah it seemed like the way that they kept her name until the very end of that scene when uh, one of the people that works for Ada says Amy it seemed like that was a reveal and then there's also another kid who's named Alton I think that he's a uh, a boy though Yes. and they believe that ada is their mother and then that's where the episode ends as a whole
0: now i wait so hannah though is the one who gave birth to amy yes or no I think so, yeah, because at the very end, when they're doing this montage,
1: and we're seeing how Ada ended up getting Amy in the end, they show Hannah or someone giving birth, and I think it was Hannah, mm-hmm. and also, this is done with Guy Pearce or Bryce Latham in the background, uh, giving, they're apparently doing some type of experiment, hmm. so he's kind of lost his way as well, and yeah, that was the good I mean, you know, a lot of the ended.
0: experiments were just giving the kids a bunch of drugs and then treating them. Poorly, and then yeah, this this whole thing is based off Anne Hamilton Byrne from the family, the Australian Colts. And because I don't want to like ruin where the show might be going, if they're copying what happened exactly, I, I won't tell you what happened to her. But uh, certainly, uh, the authorities will be involved in some <laughs> extent. I, I would I'm hope not sure. So. Yeah. Um. But but things. It's pretty disturbing, right? I, like, yeah. I would the say The book so. came out in 2020. That's based on. But it, all the reviews for it said it was gripping and disturbing from from that angle. And so I assume the TV show. Would it's, to that. it's incredibly off-putting. It also seems purposefully jumbled.
1: We get, like, 15 minutes of backstory with That's Ada. That's been the main complaint. But then suddenly we're, like, in an America and she's completely different and she's able... We see how charismatic she is and, and quote-unquote caring and all these different things. And it just seemed like the show was trying to make it that way. But I'm not sure if it uh, got the results that they necessarily wanted to because I was left scratching my head for a good majority of this episode and it's 50 minutes. Yeah, so is it more... Cr- Creepy or scary? Probably more creepy, especially when you get the ending scene with the kids and learning what she is able to do. It, but are
0: the kids' hairs dyed and stuff? Because, like, she's supposed to dye their hair blonde as well. Too. Oh, no. I think that they're still Burnett by the end of this uh-huh. episode. With with the Waco thing, he was getting a bunch of, like, other people's wives pregnant and then raising those kids as his own. So, that, yeah. <laughs> so, so this is just another method for that in a weird way. That, but, sure. but, was, like targeting married couples? Not targeting married couples, but just getting as many kids as you can of your own. Like instead of having them herself, she was just taking other people's and raising them in her like image almost.
1: It might be one of those. Uh, they want the cult to continue after they die. Sure. So that's, that's the reason sort of why. what
0: religions do, too, is where they try to get people's families so that you also have kids. But I'm not comparing this to what like most religions, do. although it was completely different circumstances. That's what succession
1: was kind of all about. That premise, about trying to get <laughs> that's someone a, that's over a loose string. Well, yeah. I mean, like you're talking about power. What would you and, end up giving this show? This I would episode? give it a five out of ten uh-huh. because it just it didn't feel like it could hold on to one singular storyline, even though we're following following only one character. Okay, we have to follow Hannah's storyline. Bryce's storyline, Tamsin's storyline, Miriam, the Herzog family, and it just seemed like I couldn't really pay attention to one thing, because right as it seemed like I was understanding
0: that scene, they would cut to another. I am kind of sad that you didn't get to see the person who played Amy, but not the super young Amy, which it sounds like that's who this is. Yeah, was. they showed her for her But like, like, like a name. teenage version of her, because that was played by Julia Savage, who played Phoebe and Mr. Inbetween, and I wanted to see if you recognized her. Phoebe and Mr. between. Yeah, apparently she was only in like three episodes. Oh yeah, I
1: think I know what you're talking about. That was the third season, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. the final season. Yeah. Okay.
0: Good character or not? No, <laughs> not. not so okay. Much, not. All right. Uh, 6.1 on IMDb. Decider said skip it. Daily Beast started their review with, if your nightmares involve a group of pale children dressed like Veruca Salt and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and wearing Sia wigs, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Hulu's new series, The Clearing, is not for you. Collider gave it a positive review saying it was a dark tale about cults, brainwashed children, and ghosts of your past. Um, overall, again, yeah, sort of mixed reviews. I
1: am interested in what Freya's storyline could possibly be for the next couple of episodes or even so, prior to this. From
0: what we've understood so far, I believe that Freya is an adult. So she, she was raised by that cult. She left the cult. She has her own um, kid. And she's afraid that the cult is going to come and try to take her. Oh, uh, okay. And, and and they may have. <laughs> so so, uh, so she might be trying to get it back. But other than that, there's a crazy fact here. The director of this uh, episode, and also for many of the episodes, is actually Miranda Otto's sister, Gracie Otto. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.